Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen the Caffeinated. And I am Emily, also caffeinated. Excellent. (laughs) I am jealous. I need some caffeination. (laughs) Maybe after this. Well, welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So today I want to talk about something that is not Disney related. I want to talk about Knott's Mary Farm. So if you are a SoCal native or if you have lived anywhere within the vicinity of Southern California, you have probably heard of Knott's Berry Farm. It's a similar theme park to Disneyland and actually was created by uh, a Walt as well. And, um, and they actually knew each other and they were, they were friends and they actually were even instrumental in the creation of the children's hospital of Orange County together. So there you go. Oh, I didn't know we're going to go straight into trivia. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. It's right. I didn't know that either for the longest time. And it was something I learned this year, in fact. So there you go. So it's if you're ever in the area, highly recommend you you check it out. It's really fun. And so they are getting into the holiday spirit with their Knott's Merry Farm. And it runs from November 19th through January 2nd. And they just go crazy with lights and decorations and snow. They have the wonderful fake snow, lovingly referred to as Snope. And it goes off, like, I guess, a couple times a night. So it's worth checking out if you are missing snow but can't go actually see the real thing. But they have a variety of different holiday performances like um, an ice skating show called Merry Christmas Snoopy. Um, and have you, you guys ever seen their ice skating shows? No. No. Never. Wait, They're yes, so I have. Good. Yes, I have. I have seen them. Yeah. It's been it's a while. Kind of, it's like, like, if you imagine like Disney on ice, but you like maybe cut the stage in half. It's, it's ice capades. Like yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, it's always like a really good show. Like the, the stage is really cool and, and all the, the moves on the ice are awesome. So definitely worth checking out. Um, one really cool thing that they do is they have a Christmas crafts village. And so they have people from, uh, I think it's mostly local people, but like the variety of crafts that you see on display are amazing. There's everything from like, you know, kind of homemade, um decorations to um like woven things to even like wood carvings and they're really they're really inexpensive for what they are um have you ever seen like um they do all sorts of things like the um chainsaw art yes yeah we totally have you don't know what chainsaw (laughs) okay i do not they don't make art out of chainsaws. What they do is they um, they take wood, like wood logs, and there will be someone there, and they'll actually carve the wood log with a chainsaw and turn them into bears and no. all sorts of stuff like that. And it's so cool. And they're and it's like one time I got one for my daughter. It's like and um, okay, I, I you know this is really sexist what I'm going to say, but. <laughs> The re- reason why I say sexist is, you know, I saw this, the artist was a woman uh-huh. and I was just like, the fact that she could, I mean, I was like, that's a heavy chainsaw. Yeah. You, know, you know, I was just like, 
really super impressed by how well she handled the chainsaw and cut down this little bear. So that's the sexist part is just like underestimating the powers of a woman. But the art <laughs> part was, but it was, it was really, really neat. And then also like, they'll put like a little handkerchief on the bear and stuff like that. And they're like, mm-hmm. I want to say we, ours was maybe about eight inches tall. And I think we paid like no more than 15 bucks off the top of my head. It was Man. really cheap. Yeah, really cheap, you know, inexpensive, very, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of value for what it was. So, And that that's the thing. It's like, you know, as, as much as I love Disney, there's times when there are either like, you know, merchandise or food where it's like it really the quality is not equitable to the cost, in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like right. and and. Knott's Berry Farm does that a little bit better. Like their food is a little bit cheaper, but the quality is really, really good. The merchandise is a little bit cheaper, but the quality is still there. So, you know, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of like when I go to Knott's, I'm like, oh, boy, this would be like X amount at Disneyland or something like that. You know, like I'll still pay it because i still love disneyland and at the same time it's like man this is so much cheaper than disneyland sometimes so yeah i mean you 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 pay a little bit more for the disney stuff because of the ip yeah but not necessarily for the value of the material part so yeah it is what it is i still love my stitch stuff Right, right. <laughs> so, speaking of food, they have a whole like trail of their seasonal eats and treats. And so, there's like, you know, how for uh, Boysenberry Festival, it's like they come up with all these creative ways of using boysenberries in mm-hmm. different sweet and savory things. This is like, like some of the stuff just sounds like crazy, but maybe I would be brave enough to try it. Like, they have a prancer pickle and bacon pizza. Ooh. Which what? I don't know about that one. But you know, maybe Say it's that really again? good. Say that again? A prancer is- pickle and bacon pizza. I think so I would I, eat that. I would try that. Yeah. I, I heard it, but it didn't quite comp I didn't quite comprehend it. I didn't <laughs> right. swerve it with the first time you said it. Right. So, it's interesting. Just- Interesting stuff like that. They've got pumpkin pie funnel cake with maple syrup and whipped cream. They've got um, a holly jolly limeade, pumpkin cheesecake stuffed churro, salted caramel toffee cookie witch, uh, Nutella and cream cheese funnel cake, apple pie corn dog with french fries. Um, They have a Thai turkey burger. Uh, What else here? They have couscous salad with pomegranate, walnuts, and radishes. Snow angel cake with strawberries and whipped cream in a cup. Like, just a whole huge variety of different sorts of food. So, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, And, like I said, their food is always really, really good. I don't think I've had very much from them that I was like, oh, this really isn't that great. Like, I think whenever I go for Boysenberry Festival, it's like everything is super good. And I wish my stomach had more room. That kind of thing. So... So, yeah, they've got um, a tree lighting ceremony. They have, like, one thing that I really like about Knott's is they have a variety of different shows. Like, they'll do kind of more old-timey melodramas at the Birdcage Theater. They'll do, like, stage shows. They'll do, like, 
singing like calico saloon shows and then the ice skating shows. They've got like Camp Snoopy shows with Snoopy and the Peanuts gang. And so like there's just there's so much stuff that, you know, I, I feel like doesn't really get as much attention as all the Disney stuff. But when you really look at it, it's like there's a ton of stuff that Knott's does for the holidays. So highly recommend if you're in the area, go check it out. I've been a couple times during the holidays and it's just it's always a lot of fun. So so yeah, nice question. I can't remember. Does because I know Disney still does their like you have to buy a ticket and also reserve a day. Does Knott's do that, or can you just buy and go? I think you can just buy and go. I think they nice. stopped doing the reservations back in like late summer, somewhere okay. around there. So cool. yeah, and their parking is not thirty dollars, so that's always good too. So how much, how much is Knott's parking? I want to say it's like 20 something. Wow. Is check. it that much? It's, that's yeah. Wow. Okay. No, no, here, here's the, here's the crazy thing. The the reason why I mentioned that Emily is because I don't know what season passes are right now, but typically a season pass, the high end season pass with parking at, uh, at knots is like about a, the 200 bucks or so. Yeah. Like a daily parking. admission ticket is 60 bucks. Yeah. So if you go like three times, it easily pays for itself. Yeah. And you will go three times a year. I mm-hmm. mean, if only to do like um, you had to do the Boys and Berry Festival right. that they have. And, you know, three times a year is just nothing. And the food is very inexpensive. And, the, mm-hmm. the you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot. It's a big bang for your buck. Yeah. I don't see the parking on here. Hmm. 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 But I'm pretty sure it was somewhere around. It was like twenty something. Still cheaper so, than Disneyland is. Yeah. yeah. The point. <laughs> In fact, I've owned Knott's Berry Farm passes with Disney at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because and like for example, the Platinum Pass with the parking is eighteen bucks a month. Yeah. So it's a little bit more than two hundred bucks, but still, you know, and then you get ten percent. 10% off or something like that? I don't know. Oh, that's right. You get, yeah, you get a discount on food and merchandise and. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, don't they sometimes like they'll start, they'll, they'll do something where it's like, if you buy at the end of the year, you have like all the rest of that end of the year, plus the entirety of the following year. Yeah. Actually, if you buy the platinum pass right now for 2022, you get, I think, November and December for free. Oh, very this cool! This year, yeah. So you get a couple extra, um, a couple extra months in there. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a good value. Yes, very yes, good value. Totally. All right. Well, thank you for sharing, Jennifer. It makes me want to go to Knotts because Disneyland is expensive. <laughs> You know what? Here's and it's sold other- out. Yeah, it's sold out. <laughs> Here, here's something even crazier, right? Mm-hmm. They have a food pass. At Knott's? Have you for Knott's? At Knott's. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have their like meal plan <gasps> oh, thing. Oh, that's right. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. So for like 145 bucks, you can add it to your Knott's Berry Farm Pass. And you can go to, um, you can enjoy lunch and dinner. And then, of course, there's a drink plan, which is separate. But, like, for another 200 bucks, roughly, 
you can go to Knott's Berry Farm every day and just eat. For oh free. man! Wow. So. Wow. I would get so fat. But it would be a <laughs> yeah. glorious way to get fat. <laughs> Actually, Stephanie um, Fix told me a story that she knows some people who uh, she knows some people who actually live nearby Knots and actually will just stop in and get food and take it with them and then go home and eat. Oh man, I would do that, especially their fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Like I mean, if you're. <sighs> Yeah. If you're familiar with the Plaza Inn chicken, mm-hmm. which is, I think, like, it's around 20 bucks, right? Yeah. For around the same amount of money, you get a larger amount of stuff. Like, you get, I forget, it's like three giant pieces of chicken. It's mashed potatoes, corn, um, a slice of pie, and I'm not sure. biscuits. I'm not sure if the chicken counts, so I'm not certain, though. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, there's certain. I mean, I I I don't remember exactly, but sometimes there's certain. Anyways, you know, actually, we usually throw one drink because you're allowed to have one drink every like 15 minutes or something. Crazy oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is, like, honestly, we'll get one drink pass, and then like we'll we'll share a drink, and then 15 minutes later we'll get. And there's small ones, but the thing That's is, every smart. 15 minutes, and we'll just share a drink between um our family, you right. know. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it. So I like it. Very cool. Okay. I think it's time for a quick sponsor break and we'll be right back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome, ev- welcome everyone back. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> oh, hello. So, uh, as Jennifer was saying, I Disneyland is basically sold out for the rest of the year, which I was very sad because I was like. I went on to the website to buy a day ticket, I guess, just to go to Disneyland a couple weeks ago. And I saw that Disneyland tickets for just the one park, it was like 150, 160 for a single day and just one park. And I was like, I didn't buy it right away because I needed to like hype myself up to pay that much money. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll revisit it in like a week or so. Like already, I was kind of already deciding that I would go. And then I went back on the website last week and it was sold out and I'm sad, but Knott's Berry Farm is not sold out. So value, I'll maybe go to Knott's Berry Farm instead. Anyways, that was not my topic. I just wanted to add on to Jennifer's. (laughs) Um, I was browsing Disney happenings news. So we know that a couple weeks ago, on November 12th was Disney Plus Day, so a bunch of new stuff got released on, not new stuff, well, new stuff and some not available for regular people. You had to pay-per-view and now that's available. But anyways, uh, I was going through like, what's available now? And uh, this is not available yet, but the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer just came out, or the new trailer, I guess came out this week 
maybe I think it's like the official trailer. I think whatever they released before was just a teaser. Hmm. So this one is like a lot more stuff going on. Um, and I won't talk about it in too much detail because I also kind of want myself to be surprised and watch the movie for the first time without knowing too much about it. Um, but some key interesting things. Doc Ock is featured a ton in this trailer. And there's this one line when he first, I guess, appears. Um, what's his name? Doctor Strange is like, they're villain, or they, he doesn't say villains, but he's like, people, um, when we did the spell, um, so that everyone will forget that your Peter Parker identity, like Spider-Man identity, um, it triggered something. And so people or like things are coming from other universes. Mm. And so that's why everyone's coming. And so Doc Ock comes and he starts going after Peter Parker. And then he, I can't remember if he tear, he takes off Peter Parker's mask or if Peter Parker like does a like, blah, 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 and then like moves his, it shows his face. But um, Doc Ock sees his face and he goes, you're not Peter Parker. And so, because he's from a different Ooh. universe. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm curious if Doc Ock knows that that's not Peter Parker, like his Peter Parker, does that confirm like Tobey Maguire and what's his name? Andrew Garfield Ooh. actually coming to like show that these are like their their villains or something like that. I they don't have to, right? Like they wouldn't make this if they didn't get both of those guys, right? Right. right? Like there's so much hype, like and speculation that I don't know, like what would happen if they don't show their faces? Um, oh. I don't know, but it's pretty like that was like, I was like, whoa. And then another key thing from that I learned from the trailer is that um, Dr. Strange says something like um, he's like, these are their fate, like the villain's fate. So their fate is to die because every time like Doc Ock or um, what's the other, like I, what does Jamie Foxx play? Um, Electro. Electro. Like oh, yeah. when all these villains go up against their version of Peter Parker or not Peter Parker, of their version of Spider-Man, they all die. And mm-hmm. so that's what Dr. Strange is telling Tom Holland, Peter Parker, <laughs> um, that like their fate is to die, so they're all gonna die. You're gonna you their your fate and their fate are tied. Like you're gonna kill them, and so you know Peter Parker, like he doesn't want to kill anyone. He wants to save. He's your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. So yeah. I think the whole movie is actually him trying to save these villains' lives, but it's like going against what is right i guess quote unquote right on the timeline and so that's Mm. why he and doctor strange are like butting heads very interesting but that's all i'll say about that it looks so good it sounds so good like oh i know i want to see it (laughs) i just there's just so much so much stuff because i was i started looking up pulling up a bunch of articles about it just to see what people were speculating but then i closed all of them because i was like wait i don't want to know i just want to watch it and find out (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what's it like in the comics? Or is it like, do you see all the other Peters? Zen. You know, I have <laughs> not read the current comics, I'll mm. be honest with you. So I don't know how. I mean, of course, we had the, the 
the animation one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was so good. So yeah, I don't, I I didn't actually, you know, other than the animation, I'm not familiar with the storylines in the um, current Spider-Man. So hmm. I don't know. Should be interesting, as opposed to the yeah. DC universe. And the worst thing about the DC universe is when they collapsed all the universes together, then they started building alternate universes mm-hmm. again, which is like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you just fixed... Well, of course, over 20 years, <laughs> right. 30 years, they start... But what if we mess it up this way, or this way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, man. I mean, I, I'm hoping that this gives us a, um, a segue into the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because the thing is that Disney has owns Fox and they own the X-Men. And now you have all these old X-Men movies, which are calling, is it legacy movies? I think, I think legacy. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, but you hate to throw them away completely. Right. So if they somehow tie in those Fox as an alternative universe that lie, that lines up with one of the other Spider-Men, yeah. It'd be a nice way to segue the X-Men alternative history so they can reboot. I mean, of course, they rebooted the X-Men. <laughs> How many times now? Fox. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't really reboot it. But what they did is they made it an alternative reality. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, but then they kind of had to make another alternative reality that shows how they tie into the Marvel Universe. But I would like to see that tie, no matter how weird it gets, you know. You just hate to see all those movies be completely thrown away, even though right. a lot of them are mediocre. Yeah. So. All right. Well, on to my topic. Um, Jennifer, I know you're an anime fan, mm-hmm. so maybe you're familiar with this, is they have just turned Cowboy Bebop into a live-action a uh, television show on Netflix. Yeah, oh, it's a television show. I thought it was a movie. Uh, no, it's there's ten episodes, and I think around Ooh. ten episodes. There's going to be more. I think they're going to have oh, a nice. second season. Oh, cool! So, um, it is a beloved anime, which is so influential in so many different. Um, I mean, just anime in general and storytelling. And um, they have now adapted it to live action. Main character is um, Spike is uh, John Cho. Mm-hmm. Um, also a great actor. He's looking really rough these days. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it, this is really funny because whenever I see a young actor take on the superhero role, I go, oh, my God, they're way too young. And now I see John Cho's like, oh, he's way too old. I don't think I can find anyone who's the perfect age. You're either how, too young or they're too old. <laughs> how old is um, Spike supposed to be, like, in the anime? You know what? You never really know. Uh, I don't oh, think. Yeah. Oh. He's, just, um, but, he's very nondescript. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, originally, um, Keanu Reeves was a, attached to the role oh. years ago. But John Cho is 49 mm-hmm. right now. and. But it's just like now I'm ageist because I mean he's still younger than I am by a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, isn't that a little bit old? Can't you find another Asian guy to play this character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's a great actor though, so I don't I don't have any problems. Um I won't get into no spoilers here for reals, 
But um, I only have watched the first two. I'm trying to slowly get watch them all. I will say, I when I watch it, I feel like I'm. It feels like the anime to me, Cowboy Ooh, Bebop. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tooth. So I like it. I it gets the feeling. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what a live action Cowboy Bebop should f- feel like. So the environment to me, I like the storytelling even though they're um the first episode is the first episode or second episode i can't remember um is borrowing very heavily from a story they're trying to separate themselves from the anime so they're not going to remake them because there's only 10 of the original anime anyways or 14 or something like that yeah um they um so it oh, so they're they're going to d- diverge from that and they're going to re- start writing their own stories but um the animes were like 24 minutes long and this is 48 to 50 minutes long Ooh. and it feels like at least the episode that I some the early episodes they feel like they're running a little bit long it should ah. be a little bit shorter hmm. it, it's just like you know Cowboy Bebop was always this kind of f- just like this fast and furious storytelling. Yeah. And this one, they're kind of like getting a little bit more details and things like that. And it's like, I don't think I need that. I just, I want a half an hour action show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, so I'm kind of mixed. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I Is like it like so they're far. establishing the characters or like, like maybe that's why they're trying to go on or cause I, I haven't seen them yet. I want to. But. You know what? It's been a long time since I watched the original series, um, but and I'm going to try to watch them again. But it's kind of no, they kind of start in the middle, right? They oh. they they start out in a heist kind of, or they're bounty hunters, mm-hmm. so they start in the middle of a bounty, hmm. which is a lot. I mean, it's the action scenes are a lot of fun. They match um, the you know. So I don't know. We'll find out. Hmm. You know, so anyways, so uh that's mine. They also Ein is here. Well, you know, Ein the dog. Yay! I was wondering about that. Um Ed, I did not finish the whole series, but my understanding is Ed does not show up until the very last episode of the season. Hmm. Um, which every but there's like little trailers of Ed running around, um, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, very, very interesting. And the character is a little bit more annoying and less charming than I remember. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, man. But I highly suggest you people at least give a couple episodes a try because it's it's uh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So. Mm, cool. I'm still so amazed that they even did this. Like, it's so funny to see something that like. I don't know. Like, that was one of my first anime, I think. Like, because, I mean, I think I started off, like, most people, like, Sailor Moon, Cardcaptor Sakura, and then it's, like, I think that was my first, like, grittier sort of anime. So, it's weird to see something from, like, years and years ago, and now it's, like, it's back, but live action. So, but it's fun. I'm glad that they they did this, because it's never, like, like everyone loves this anime. Like you, I don't know anyone that's like, oh, it's overrated. Uh, like everyone, I think because of Tsunami, because that one Trigun, 
like those types were always easy to access, I guess, then it's more well-beloved. So, yeah. That's cool. I'm glad that so far it's starting out pretty well. I will watch it. I need to watch it. Cool. Wow. Three topics. Got through that pretty fast. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else on you on on you guys's uh, radar these days? Um, Too busy for working, getting ready for the holidays. Right. (laughs) Yes. Well, I guess Disney-wise, they just opened up a new eating area over at Disneyland called Mm -hmm. Pelican's Landing. So it's right across the way from, um, well, actually, it's right next door to the, oh gosh, what's that place called? There's that little like fisherman's galley kind of area. I can't think of what it's called, but usually they've got like bread bowls with, um, like I think lobster mac and cheese and clam chowder and that kind of thing. And so they had this whole area closed off for months and now they've reopened it and it is a new seating area where I guess it's like double decker too. So Whoa. they're seating on the river's edge and which is, it's much needed in that area because like oh. even the last time I was there, it's like okay. you can't find yes. anywhere to sit. I know what you're talking about. I also don't recall what that place is called. But yes, yeah, what is finding the it? seating is so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they need to do in more areas, too. Like, especially Galaxy's Edge. Like, if you want to sit down and eat there, there's really Nowhere. a very limited number of <laughs> yeah. spaces. So, yeah. yeah. And then when you do find a space to eat, then you've got people sharking you because they're also looking for a space to eat. So... Please, Disney, make more spaces to eat. Yes. Petition. Yeah. Oh, and Downtown Disney is going to close parts of it for renovation. Did you guys hear about this? No. So the one area that like was set to close before because I think they were going to put a new hotel in the area... Um, where Earl of Sandwiches and the second Starbucks and um, the remnants of Rainforest Cafe and the ESPN Zone, that is all going to close at some point, I think January 2022. And they're going to revitalize the area. And so far, they've shown like just one little piece of concept art, but it doesn't look that amazing so far like it's got some interesting kind of um you know kind of 60s sort of futuristic types of structures but then there's like this weird big grassy area and they're gonna close earl of sandwich again no which is very upsetting so yeah so we'll see what happens with that but if you miss earl if you're gonna miss earl of sandwich go Get in your final sandwiches because January 2022 is happening. So, yeah. Is there another Earl sandwich in the area? I don't know. That's a good question. Let me you see. You know, I swore I saw one somewhere between here. I forget where, but I, I was like, wait a minute. That's an Earl sandwich. And I just, anyways. Long Beach. That would be awesome. Oh, Long, Long Beach, Beach. Is what? <gasps> yes. 
There's nice. one in Long Beach and two in Los Angeles, and one in San Diego. I must have saw it when I was in San Diego. Oh man, oh, that makes me I feel so much so better. Too. Yeah, I also saw an Earl of Sandwich in San Diego, the same one. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> yeah, it, nice. it, it was in the um, gas lamp quarter. Yes, so. yes. I oh, because I took my daughter down to the zoo. And Jennifer, you will appreciate this. So we're downtown San Diego. We're in the zoo. And it's just like, before we go home, I was like, you know where we need to go? We need to go to Ghirardelli ice cream. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we stuck our heads in uh, Ghirardelli ice cream. And um, heck, I'm going to go on with a random topic. But um, <laughs> so if you come down to Southern California and you're in San Diego, um, the gas lamp district, they closed off a lot of the streets to for only pedestrian traffic. And they turned them into restaurant seating so you can sit outside. Nice. So it's, it's a lot of fun to go down there and just eat outside or hang out and watch people walk by. So anyways, Man, that's awesome. I didn't know that they changed everything around down there. That's yeah, cool. it's you know I forget what street the gas lamp district is on, um, but um, a lot of so the so like let's say the north and south streets, they actually um, they kind of block them off, but the east to west streets you can go still go east to west, hmm. um, and so it's it's there's a lot of restaurants set up out there, and you know we just grabbed some Gurdellis and ate outside and watched people go by, but Gurdellis is very important. <laughs> yeah. Very important. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you're not in a dis, I mean, I'm, I'm California Adventure. This is right? the only place that's relatively close by, unless you're going to go up to San Francisco for it. So, yeah. Oh man. So it's indirectly tough. related to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's how to do it. All right. Well, I would say that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Tell us if you have any fun holiday ventures, whether it's to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or to Ghirardelli's or the Gaslight Gaslamp District. Um, but let us know. And thank you for listening. And be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have a question or request, send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.